Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Former great Huskies with me right now. Not only by uh, Hugh Breedlove Millen, but also by the co-host of Rip City Mornings on Rip City Radio and former dog, Nigel Burton. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Wait, there's a couple things. One... You're never a former dog. That's right. No, there you go. You're, you're, dog, dog, you're always a boy. Two, there's not two former greats. There's a former great <laughs> and a guy who's just lucky to get a uniform. And <laughs> that was me. <laughs> I was the one. He's who's right just... about that, and and but he's just got he's got it wrong on the. We yeah, don't say no, those I... things out loud about Hugh. We just kind of keep <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We all know the deal. No, he, no, he, he got that right, man. Uh, we got a great here. What's happening? How you well, doing? Yeah. All good? I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. I would uh, I would figure that uh, Husky fans are waking up this morning feeling mm. pretty good about uh, maybe what's happening down in my home state. I, yeah. I, I can oh. imagine that was uh, probably two hours and 58 minutes of your three-hour radio show down in Rip City today, wasn't uh, it? Maybe 257.55. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, it, you know, it was a lot of hand wringing and uh, and whatever for the last five days. Um, there was a lot of finger pointing and and uh, and things I thought from the uh, administration there at Oregon mm-hmm. um, that I thought was uh, was unfair. And I think ultimately, um, it took Willie Taggart, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, Willie Taggart taking the podium at Florida State. I don't know if you guys got a chance to see the press conference this morning. Um, I think now 99% of Duck fans get it. Uh, he talked about um, how torn he was making the decision to leave Oregon and go to yeah. Florida State. He talked about, ultimately, he said he was sitting there with his wife, and uh, they were mulling over what to do, and they were torn. His 16-year-old son walks in the door, and he's like, listen, Dad, I, I know you may not know what you want to do right now, but you always tell me to chase my dream." and not let anything get in the way of me chasing my dreams, why doesn't that apply to you? And he said at that moment, they all broke down. It was really emotional as mm. he was uh, talking to the Florida mm-hmm. State faithful there. And that's when I think he ultimately made the decision to, to go. And so uh, I, I think um, once Duck fans heard all that, I think many of them kind of backed off and said, okay, you know, we get it. And uh, it was an emotional press conference. He, he had to stop speaking multiple times wow. uh, and and talked about growing up down the street there and his whole family being Noel fans and uh, what his son had said to him and and uh, how this was his dream and that how he loved the University of Oregon, but he couldn't pass up on the opportunity. How much better a job is it? Significant. I mean, you're talking about, you know, that's what we talked about too on our show was, like, forget the facilities and everything like that. When you're in a Pac-12, say, say you're Willie Taggart. You got to deal with Chris Peterson at UW, David Shaw at Stanford, Mike Leach at Washington State. And even if you get past all of them and get into the Pac-12 title game, yeah. then you got to deal with USC. Chip Kelly. Yeah. You got to deal with uh, Clay Helton at, at USC. And then even if you get through all that, you still got to deal with the West Coast bias and the things that we got to deal with out here mm-hmm. because all the voters are on the East Coast. Whereas with your Florida State, you got Clemson, Miami, and that's it. You worry about, mm-hmm. Florida, you worry about Wake Forest? Like you're not, I mean, there's layup games there that he didn't have 
uh, out here and all the facilities, all the recruiting advantages that are there. Uh, he goes whatever and one. He's in the national title mm-hmm. game in the yeah. ACC, yeah. and it's not the same. Yeah, uh, out there. We've all heard the term Monday morning quarterbacking, and and uh, it, it can apply to so much, not just in sports and the analyzation, but in life and what have you. And you say, okay, it's not fair to say, okay, we're judging this guy after we know all the f- the facts and how history unfolds. It it's only fair to say, okay, what could have you reasonably known at the time? So from an Oregon perspective, okay, so the guy goes back to Florida after one year. Mm-hmm. At what point can we say, with taking away Monday morning quarterback, is there any culpability on the decision makers at Oregon that, that look, you got to know that you're 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 bringing a guy somehow. You got to you you got to just know not to get in into a situation where you got a one and done. Yeah. Now, a, it, 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 I think there's yeah. a ton of culpability, but I don't think it has to do with them bringing him out. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it has to do with look. They did a great job getting a great coach who could recruit like nobody's business. Mm-hmm. I mean, goodness. They had the number one class in the country mm-hmm. lined up there. Uh, in Eugene, Oregon. I mean, that's insane. Their best class while Chip Kelly was there, even after they won a national title, was 13. He had them sitting one in the pole position, right? Mm. So uh, he fell in love with Eugene, uh, all those things. That wasn't the issue. The fact that somehow uh, the Oregon administration was going to foresee that a job that's only been quasi-open, not even really open, it was never really open, in 41 years was going to come open again the right. next year, they couldn't have foreseen that. Jimbo Fisher leaving to go to Texas A&M right. of no. all places, it's not even a better job. So they couldn't have foreseen that. Where they have culpability is if they really wanted Willie Taggart to stay, uh, you don't come back and say, hey, we'll give you a $400,000 raise. That's what they did. You know, you you walk in, you bring him in. You, once you know that Jimbo Fisher's leaving, or even the rumor that he's leaving, and say, listen, we want to keep this train rolling. We got Husky fans are nervous. Stanford fans are nervous. People see the classes you're putting together. We love what you did on the field. We know you lost the quarterback, whatever. What do we got to do to keep you here? You tell us what you need. We mm-hmm. don't need facilities. We know that. Uh, you got a great staff. So what do we need to do to get this done? And he says, well, I want Scott Frost money. All right. Here's Scott Frost money. Mm-hmm. We want five million a year. Uh, right now you're making about three point one. We want you on five mil. We'll we'll find a way to get five mil to you, and we're gonna make this buyout so large that nobody can come and get you. You're good with that, and we'll 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 give you five six years, and let's end this before it begins. Mm-hmm. If but they had done that, what about the eleventh hour? Could they have done that eleventh hour after it came back to Eugene? Well, the problem was it's, and I think they maybe have tried to do that, but the problem was, is once you open the box up, yeah. it, you can't close the box again. Yeah. And they came back with the number, uh, initially it was said uh, five years, 20 million. I was told it was close to five years, 18. And ultimately he was looking around like, wait a minute, I have been, I've been at Stanford. I was the head coach of West Kentucky, brought them back. I went to South Florida, brought them back. Came to Oregon. I'm a power five head coach in one of the best jobs, one of the top 25 jobs in America. Mm-hmm. Um, you've all seen what I can do. I've got the best class in the history of the school ready to sign on the dotted line. I'm watching a guy who was a coordinator here a couple years ago who's only been a head coach for two years just get $5 million from Nebraska, which right. I'm not sure okay. is a better job than Oregon, and you're going to tell me that I'm not worth what that guy is? He's only done it for two years. So potentially now you'd be Willie Taggart, and I'm Willie Taggart's son. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what are you telling me, Dad? You're telling me chase your dreams, but – Ultimately, the highest value is money? No, I think what it tells you is 
you know, it's no different than when I was coaching. Uh, and I had some buddies that, you know, we coached different places. And when the head coach comes in and says, you know, I got offered a job. I got offered a job one time at a place. Um, I think it was Pecominot. I got offered to come back to Washington. And uh, it was a tough decision for my wife and I, and we were trying to figure out what to do. And uh, we decided to stay. Um, but if the head coach had walked in and said, listen, I can't match what Washington could do. Okay. But here's an extra blah and a, and a, and a this and a that just to show you that I care, just to show you that you're a valued member of this family and what we're trying to do here. That means that's so the lesson when your 16 year old comes back in, you say, listen, I get that son. And yeah, you got to live your dreams. But ultimately, too, you got to remember that nothing's more important than, than someone who says they love you and that they care about you and they're willing to do whatever to keep you guys together, because that's, you know, that, that they become blood to you now, right? Blood's thicker than water. They just became, they were blood to us before, but now they showed that they care, not just with their pocketbook, but what else can we do to help you? And, 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 and it's more the sentiment more than anything. It's the, what do they say? It's not necessarily the gift. It's the intent, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, the, it's the thought that matters. And mm -hmm. it's the thought of them coming back without this low ball offer, which is what they did. Right, right. And so the thought really was that they gave him was, yeah, we like you, but we don't really love you. And so he's like, okay, well, I need to probably see what's out there because you could do better than what you did. And my guess is when he got the offer from Florida State, magically the number went up. Now, I don't know what the number was, but there was supposedly a meeting with Phil Knight when he got back from Florida State. But by then, it's kind of like the damage is done, mm -hmm. right? It's like recruiting. I had a kid one time end up playing the NFL for a long time from the state of Oregon, begging to come to Oregon State. I couldn't get him offered. I could not get the offensive staff to like this kid. Great kid. Jerry Mastered, I'll say his name. Played for the Raiders for a bunch of years. Mm. And uh, so we love him. I want to get – I can't get the offensive staff to pull the trigger. Well, all of a sudden, Kansas State offers him. So I'm on the phone. Coach, Kansas State just offered him. What, what, what do you want to – oh, okay, let's offer him now. Well, Jaron's like, Coach, man, I love you and all, but you didn't really love me yeah. until those guys wanted me. Right. So he goes to Kansas State mm -hmm. and ends up having a great career or whatever. And I couldn't fault the kid because ultimately he was right. You know, you, you, can't, you can't show me love yeah. because now, you know, the other girl down the street thinks I'm cute, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. You can't, don't, don't, don't say, I, you know, I've been chasing you for how long and now all of a sudden now I'm handsome because now she likes me. Right. Yeah, get up out of here. Nigel Burton joining us from Rip City Mornings. I know you got to run to a flight here pretty quick. Let's uh, just a couple more minutes. Give me your kind of thoughts on this new look Pac-12. I mean, you got 33% of the conference now turning over in the in the last two, three weeks coaching-wise. So uh, your thoughts, Chip, Herm, and then even a coach that's not leaving, at least we don't think so, Mike Leach. I mean, that was a bizarre situation there as well. So, uh, you know, what kind of what kind of floats your boat on those stories? You know, I think the Chip Kelly hire was a home run if there ever was one. I okay. mean, there was question on why would – I mean, Jim Mora, yeah, you may not be in love with some of the things he said or, you know, whatever, maybe how he's handled some situations at UCLA. He's put together great classes. Why would you fire him? Oh, wait, you got Chip Kelly? Oh, okay, never mind. Everybody got that, right? At least in college football, they were mm -hmm. like, okay. Um, the Herm Edwards thing, I think – that has been one of the most interesting deals, and if you really deep dive into it, um, I really feel bad. I've known Herm for a long time, recruited his son Marcus when I was at the University of South Florida, and Herm is a guy that when he walks in the room, he commands the room. And you can see that even in his press conference, sure. the way the kids respond. Sure. They're going to try a unique experiment there, and that's what I think is intriguing. They're going to turn a college program into an NFL program. 
he is going to be the CEO slash general manager of that deal. He's not the X's and O's, let's sit down, break down the film, come up with a scheme guy. He said, that's what Phil Bennett's for. You don't need to tell Phil Bennett what to do. He's going to go. Phil Bennett is. Phil Bennett's the defensive coordinator there. Okay. Been there, been a D and coordinator for 20 years. Uh, shoot, they've switched out a guy. I, okay. Off the top of my head, can't the, remember. Applies to the offense as well. Phil Bennett, right. the guy that shut down the Huskies this year, that Phil Bennett. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, it, so basically what they're going to try to do is they're going to have a player personnel director. They're going to have basically a quasi-scouting department. Now, they can't go out and talk to kids because that's, you know, what the coaches have to do. But they're going to try to run that thing truly like an NFL uh, player development. They're going to have you know all these different things. They'll have the X's and O's guys. They'll have the scouting department. He oversees the whole thing and then goes tries to seal the, seal the deal uh, mm-hmm. in the home. If they could pull that off, and, and who else better to do it than a guy who's done that? And I'm going to tell you right now, when Herm gets into a living room, good luck yeah, walking all away. The parents, yeah, the parents I mean, he will He will, and, with, and the kids too. So um, I think that's going to be unique and see if they could pull that off. Um, the Mike Leach thing, um, you know, Mike, Mike's an interesting character, no matter how you, how you cut it. Um, and, and he's him. Um, I think it's more, if it doesn't happen this year, I think it, they better come up with a contingency plan because from everything I'm hearing out of Wazoo, uh, I, I would be shocked if you see him there for another three or four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I'm of the belief that he had that job, that the Tennessee, that, that the, that the parameters were discussed, it was done deal. But yeah. then now all of a sudden, um, the AD gets fired, and and uh, and then Fulmer, yeah. and so so from so I mean that 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 that's just an indicator, you know. Now he's got some mending to do coming back to Wazoo with his players, with the recruits, with the administration, with the alumni, what have you. Because now the worst possible thing happened. You know, people people know that that he took the job, but now he's still a Cougar, right? <laughs> I mean, you know, and. Uh, I, you know, I'm not sure if I agree with you on the Chip Kelly there, Nigel. Um, time will tell. Uh, you know, he was really unique X number of years ago, but the tempo, the style of play, it's not unique anymore. The guy that. had um, uh, Oregon had more arrests uh, than any team in the country, I think, during that time, during his time. I, I don't know. There, there's some questions about just what type of person he is. So uh, we'll see. There's no question that that he he was elite. At Oregon, then let's see what he does now. Yeah, I think the one thing that Chip gets underestimated is the tactician he is. I've coached against him, and we don't need to say what the score was because it was ugly. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> he's a guy that will find the thing that you that that's your Achilles' heel, and he will beat you to a pulp with it. And so that's the thing. I, I get the tempo and a lot of that stuff is different, but he'll tweak what he does, and uh, and he's really good at finding. How come he he didn't he failed at San Francisco and in, in, in Philadelphia in that regard? Well, I've always argued that I don't understand how winning ten games your first two years is failing. There's mm-hmm. a lot. If, if ten games your first two years is failing, mm-hmm. then I would say ninety yeah. percent of the guys in the NFL are flat out. Yeah, failures. fair point. So uh, the third year didn't go well, um, and I think once the racial stuff got tossed around, I think that mm-hmm. it was a sinking ship. San Francisco, you need players. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hugh, right now you could walk in the door and you're gonna throw a better ball than almost every <laughs> dude they have on their roster. Mm-hmm. I'm serious as a heart attack. Uh, I mean, they were. They led the league in drops. They led the league in missed tackles. They led, I mean, it was, mm. I mean, he can't go. It's like Giselle said, he can't throw the ball to himself. He wasn't going to go out there and line up and do it. So, um, you know, it was just one of those things that personnel-wise, they were a disaster. And so, uh, you know, you, you can't make chicken soup out yeah. of chicken, you know what. Yeah. There's a limit to the tactics. Yeah. So exactly. I think ultimately that that's what cost him there. And, and, uh, and I think he's better in the college game anyway. Yeah. 
We'll hear you every week with uh, Ian at 2 o'clock on Tuesdays, right? Uh, yeah, but I think uh, college football is winding down, so unless he wants to talk some college basketball, in which uh, that might be an ugly conversation. Oh, we, but, still uh, another, we still got another month of you. This is true, but still you know what? Another uh, month of you. I, I'd be more than happy anytime you guys need oh, me. That's man. great. I, I got you. Great are you visit. here up there? How often are you up here? Doing you anything? know, I emceed an event last night at the University okay. of Washington uh, uh, Consulting and Business Development Center, and it's a it's nice. an awesome thing. Get involved with it. Um, it really helps uh, minority-owned businesses and minority communities uh, here in Seattle, and so I got a chance to do that. Um, I'll probably get back up here again in February. Maybe I'll stick my head in. Sounds good. Anytime, Anytime, man. Anytime. We'd love good. to have you. Thanks, Nigel. Appreciate it. Right. Nigel Burton from Rip City Mornings, Rip City Radio. Not former dog. Always a dog. 922 on 950 KJR. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.